How's it going? I'm Spencer, and welcome to This and Chat, the interview podcast with entertaining and offbeat questions. My guest this week is Moon from Lynx Cats. If you don't know about Lynx Cats, they are a K-pop cover group from Brazil, and they do unreal covers. You should definitely go check out their covers. Links in the description. Moon talks about K-pop, her love of reading, and horror, and much more. So sit back and get ready to learn something new about Moon. Moon, can you just tell us about yourself in 20 to 30 seconds? So hi, I am Moon from Linkscats and I'm the member, one of the members from Brazil and I am 20 years old. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> what food reminds you of your childhood? I would say pasta because I used to eat it a lot with my parents. What's one movie that had an impact on you, Moon? Hall's Moving Castle is an animation from Studio Ghibli. If you had your own television show, what do you think the theme song would be? I think it would be a television show about books and books adaptations to the cinemas. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, do you think you'd, uh, do you have a song you think would be like the intro into it? I think it could be Hall's Moving Castle soundtrack. Um, one that is called Merry-Go-Round. It's a pretty cute piano soundtrack, and I think it would fit the theme. What's one food you think everyone should try? Macaroons. They're super yummy and pretty delicious. Uh, what's one book you would recommend people to read? Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Uh, what's your favorite pastime outside of music? I really love writing and reading. Uh, what's the most picturesque place you've been in the world? I don't go out a lot, so <laughs> I that's okay. think... I uh, you could just say I like, have an answer. Uh, well, you can just say like, what do you think the most beautiful place in the world is? I think forests are the most beautiful places in the world, but I don't have like a specific location. Who was your favorite teacher growing up, Moon? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> or just like someone who taught you something, maybe. My parents, I I guess. Uh, what's your go-to late night snack? A fruit. <laughs> and the last one is just someone who inspires you. My parents inspire me a lot. All right, Moon. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, and I'm happy happy you're here today. So, Moon, maybe you can give us a little bit of background uh, on yourself. Just talk a little bit about uh, where you grew up, the kind of kid you were, and maybe the, some of the interests you had as a kid. I've always been a pretty shy person, so I don't think it fits my personality when I tell people that I'm from a big city. So most people act like I am a person from the interior or something like that. But... Yeah, I was always pretty shy. I've always enjoyed reading books and writing. And since I was a kid, I've always taken good grades at school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so people used to call me a nerd and oh, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, besides that, I think I'm just a plain person. I, <laughs> I really don't have anything interesting about myself. In the sense of music, how did you get started with singing? Since I was a kid, actually, I've always enjoyed singing and pretty much writing down my own songs and composing my own songs. Um, so yeah, since I was a kid, but none of my parents had much influence on that. I just heard songs on the radio and I would sing and I would act like I, I was having my own show or something like that, so. Uh, do you remember, is there a song moon for you that you have a really good memory of from a kid? So maybe it's a song that you heard on the radio or maybe a song your parents played, but for some reason, you remember it very, very well right now. A lot of songs from TV shows, like those kids' TV shows. From, okay. 
<laughs> but if I had to sing right now, I wouldn't be able to. No, it's okay. Anything. And also Shakira. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to sing Shakira's songs in the car. Um, it was a pretty fun time with my parents. Okay, uh, do you remember, uh, Moon, by any chance, the first album you either asked for, you bought, or you downloaded? Yeah, it was one by Selena Gomez, but I, I don't remember the name. I think it was Who Is or something like that. Okay. It was the first album I've ever got. And I remember I was so excited about it, about it, <laughs> that I took a picture with the album and I posted it as my Facebook picture and I left it for like two years as my Facebook <laughs> profile picture. And I was so hyped for that album. It was so good. Just in regards to, you kind of uh, mentioned, I guess, in the previous question, just, uh, I guess, like about anime. Is Were you uh, yeah. big into anime as a kid? And are you still big into anime? Yeah, I've always loved anime. And it all started with Studio Ghibli. I watched mm-hmm. it Spirited Away. Mm, and I okay. fell in love with it. It was so good. And then after that, I started watching more animes, like especially shoujo animes. I, <laughs> I absolutely love those. Okay. And now that I'm older, I don't really watch much animes. Um, just like Kuroko no Basket and Haikyuu, you know, those sport animes. I just mm, okay. watch them sometimes. But most of the time I'm just I just stick to books and mangas instead of animes. Okay. Uh what are some of the animes that you would say are your favorites from uh just like your childhood or even now the most important one like i am very grateful that i got to know it mm-hmm. was kimene todoke okay um the translation is from me to you i think that the reason why i really love that one and why it is so memorable is because i really relate to the protagonist of okay. the the anime mm-hmm. so whenever i'm having a hard time or going through something that reminds me of the anime i feel some kind of comfort so it's it's pretty memorable to me uh, and same in regards to uh, manga are you is there any one that uh, sticks out in your mind as something you would recommend to people to read or just one you really enjoy akatsuki no yona it's a pretty good anime if you're into shoujo and mm. action at the same time it's a pretty it has a pretty deep storyline and mm. the character arcs are so good it's really good you should read it just as a follow-up uh, do you with your interest in uh, manga did you learn japanese to read it yeah okay but <laughs> um you can say that i'm not really really good at it <laughs> Okay, no, because no, when I was talking to uh, Mio, she kind of said that she, I guess she had a similar experience. I don't know. I, I, th- I believe she got into it because of uh, anime as well. But uh-huh. would you say you two are the strongest Japanese speakers in uh, Lynx Cats? No, no way. She <laughs> She's the only good one when it comes uh, to Japanese. Okay. okay. Um, I learned, like, I started learning Japanese when I was 10, but mm-hmm. after a year, I just gave up. okay and i i don't really know why i think it's because i have a really hard time when it comes it comes to recognizing the characters like it's everything is drawn when it comes to japanese so i don't really know which character means what (laughs) yes so so i just gave up and how's your korean i know that when i spoke to mio she said that most if not all of you guys i guess know hangul enough i guess to read it right yeah hangul is way more easier because mm-hmm. you could say that it doesn't really change um according to the to, to the word that you write in 
so it kind of sticks to an alphabet itself but when it comes to japanese it, like the words kind of morph and okay. there are so many different <laughs> ways to write the same thing so hangul is way more easier and we all know it we all know how to read it to write it's it's a different story because <laughs> It's way harder, but to read it, it's it's completely okay. Uh, do you feel more comfortable uh, singing in Japanese versus Korean, or is, do you have a preference? No, it's way easier to sing in Korean, I okay. think. Um, and that's because for the past three years, I've only I've only been singing in Korean, mm-hmm. and Japanese wasn't really a thing, so I got used to it. So I just gotta ask uh, in regards to your latest, I, oh, well, I guess the latest uh, Lynx Cat release, uh, Arcade Love. How was that doing that was it uh like a totally different experience doing your own contents kind of thing or was it very similar to the recording process it is usually it was pretty different especially because this time we didn't have the original song to to follow it was okay. more everything came from us so oh, yes so we started from scratch mm-hmm. and it was way harder because we had to talk to each other and trying to find the right rhythms and the right melodies and the right lyrics. And that's way harder than just covering the song, you know. So you have to take care of everything and you have to make sure that everyone is at the same place. Because mm-hmm. it's your first song, it's your first single. You want to make sure that everyone's having a good time mm-hmm. and everyone is living that with the same experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but <laughs> it's it's pretty different. Okay, and just overall, what, what was your experience like? Did you enjoy kind of having that creative freedom versus doing something like a cover? Yeah, it's it's pretty it's a pretty new experience. Like if it was my first time writing a song, so being able to write down what I was feeling instead of singing something that was written by someone else. Mm-hmm. It was pretty different and pretty refreshing in some kind of way. So completely different and pretty exciting at the same time. And just I guess for your Link Cats fans out there, what's your favorite part of Arcade Love? My favorite parts are the ones that Mio and Kali sung. Those parts, they are written in a pretty honest way. Okay. So whenever you're reading the lyrics, you can see that they are pretty pure mm-hmm. and honest. And the way that they sung their parts just makes my heart flutter. <laughs> so it's it's so cute. You know, they have this energy and it's so refreshing and you'll listen to it. And if this if those parts weren't in the song, I think the outcome would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. So those are my favorite parts. What's one thing... Moon, people might find surprising about you. So maybe that's like a hidden talent, an odd interest, but something along those lines. It, it could be something that I'm afraid of. Sure. I'm afraid of butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Because one got stuck in my ears at some Ooh, point. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it was pretty disgusting. I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah, that does definitely sounds like a traumatic experience. And, yeah. Uh, and warrants that. I don't know if you watched uh, or you watched K-dramas, but... Uh, uh-huh, yeah. It's it's okay to not be okay. That That's one of the main characters is like terrified of butterflies. So I just made me think of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I love that show. Uh, I guess while we're on the subject, what are some of your favorite K-dramas that, that you watch? I have this Netflix one that I really love. It's called Crash Landing on You. 
Oh, I yes. Think, I think oh, that's yes. the name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's such a great K-drama. I've watched it like eight times. I'm wow, not tired of man. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm, I got so happy when I found out that the the actors were, were dating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, like the, their chemistry just felt right. So mm -hmm. I'm glad I really enjoyed that one. And the other one that I really love is because this is my first life. I okay. don't know. I don't know if you ever watched it, no, but no, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so refreshing and it's so lively and it is dramatic at the same time, but mm -hmm. it's not something that you watch and you feel, you feel stressed when you watch it. It's more okay. like you get to know more about yourself as you're watching that TV show. Okay. So it's pretty, it's pretty good. I, I totally recommend it. Okay, no, I'll I'll definitely check it out. But yes, I I did watch Crash Landing on you as was well, and I don't know, I I didn't know if I was gonna like it that much when I went into it because I kind of knew the premise. It's like, uh -huh. oh, okay, is this gonna be like super cheesy? But I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was so so funny when yeah. they when they go to when they finally make it to South Korea, <laughs> and and they're like. Yeah, people who have watched the show will know exactly what I'm talking about. Just but a bunch of North Koreans are in South Korea, and it's just so funny. Like the experiences yeah, they go through, it is. and it's great. And also just the chemistry between the two leads is amazing. And that yeah. that show, I swear, they say I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's so heartbreaking in the sense of how many times they have to say goodbye to each other. Yes, in that it show. is. You know, oh like my God. every time you're just like, Oh my God, <laughs> here we go again. Exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. Is this, is this really goodbye this time? You know, that kind of thing. But yeah, highly recommend that show. It's very, very funny, but very like heartfelt as well. Yeah. So moon, if you could visit any time period, so I'm going to just preface this by saying, so let's just say you're in a, in this bubble where you're invisible to the rest of the world, you're safe from everything. Mm -hmm. But you can go back in time and witness anything from like the beginning of time or like the beginning of the earth till now. Where do you go and why? No one has ever asked me that before, so. <laughs> All right, good. I think I really like to go to the ancient Egypt. Okay. I really want to know what it was like to have those pyramids and, you know, live in that contest. It mm. seems so breathtaking. <laughs> in some mm, way mm, mm. and i think it would be really nice to visit that period of time yeah i think anything where um it's just like far before our time when life was so different would be so interesting to see and especially yeah. like uh, egypt would be interesting because you know we we have our theories about how they made the pyramids and mm -hmm. stuff but to actually like be there and witness it would be amazing un yeah unreal right just to to see something of that uh magnitude be built right in front of you without modern technology right so. yeah would be awesome so we're just going to switch pace a little bit and just do some uh less in-depth questions but if you want to stop me uh moon feel free okay okay uh do you prefer cats or dogs cats i have three cats by the way <laughs> uh did you have cats uh during all your life yeah since i was a kid i've always had a cat but at some point, mm -hmm. my parents got got us a dog, but, <laughs> okay. I, but I got completely scared of it. Like, oh, okay. I almost climbed the fridge to escape from the dog. Yeah, so I'm I'm not the best when it comes to dogs. Okay. They're cute and all, but I prefer cats. <laughs> that's 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 fair. That's fair. <laughs> Do you prefer spring or fall? Fall. Yeah, I know. Miho said you don't. You basically have like two seasons, right? Yeah. More or less in Brazil. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. 
Now, fall is is beautiful. If you go to uh, a place where you see the changes in leaves and the change in temperature, yeah, it's it's really nice. Do you like M and M's or Skittles? Skittles. <laughs> uh, what's one of your favorite movies? Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, the Pan's Labyrinth. Lamb- yes. Yeah, it's mm. it's so good. I love that movie. Uh, Moon, if you were to go on an on a vacation, would you prefer an adventurous one or a relaxing one? An adventurous one for uh, sure. Are you one of those people who would do? something a little bit uh let's say dangerous or would you like are you are you up for something like bungee jumping or like climbing something along that line yeah i mean if i'm going out i'm going mm-hmm. out all the way you know <laughs> good good no, it's a good attitude to be uh what was one okay. of your favorite tv shows as a kid i don't i don't think people are going to know this one because okay. brazilian tv shows are just oh, okay. different <laughs> okay okay you just throw it out there and if they know they know i really liked castelo hachimbun it was a pretty <laughs> it was a pretty cute cute tale about a castle and there mm. were like this magic pigeons <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. and it was really it was really nice to watch that as soon as i got home from school okay. so it's a pretty memorable TV show. I mean, if your next meal could be anything in the world, what would it be? A bagel, because we don't have bagels in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so funny, just because we, as a place where you can get bagels, it's you take that for granted. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a singer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What's your go-to snack when you go to a corner store? I really like fruit snacks. I think they are the best, but I don't have like a brand in mind or something like that. Uh, What's your favorite song to perform? Any Beckerian song, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Mm -hmm. I love her song so much. So whatever song I choose, as long as it is from her, I can sing it all day. If you're in a K-pop group that was, you know, like in Korea and performing, what Mm -hmm. would your position be in the group? I don't think I'm good enough to be main at anything. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I think I would be like lead vocalist or lead rapper or okay. something like that. Okay. But definitely okay. not a main vocalist or a center or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Who's your Who's your ultimate bias? So like of all groups, all artists, who's your ultimate bias? If if there is one. I would say Bekirian mm-hmm. and Hase from Luna. <laughs> uh, just in regards to uh, uh, Yeren, uh, how, how did you discover her, and like, what's the what's the story behind that? Um, first time I heard a song that she had written mm-hmm. was "Bye Bye My Blue," okay. and my friend sang it to me, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I mean, she doesn't seem that talented, right?" So whatever. <laughs> okay. But after a few years, I. I started listening to her songs again and I just fell in love, especially mm-hmm. because the way she writes um, her lyrics is something that I really can relate to okay. and I can see that she's really passionate about music. So whenever I listen to her songs, I feel like I've emerged in this amazing world of possibilities and fantasies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really love listening to her songs and her music just calls calls me down and oh, I don't know, it's, it's something like her heart speaks to my heart in some kind okay. of way. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, so would you say like it's more her writing that gets you? Yeah. Or is it like the okay, okay, all right? I mean that that's completely fair. If it 
some some songs speak to you, right? Uh, what's your favorite cover that you've done with Lynx Cats? I have to be part of the cover, or you could do both. You could say like one you're part of and one that you just liked in general. I guess I would say "Cry for Me" was okay. a really good one, and one that I wasn't in but I really enjoy listening to is "Zero O'Clock." I think the girls did an amazing job on that one. Uh, what are some K-pop groups you enjoy listening to? I know you mentioned Luna. And I've read that, I guess, on like one of your, one of the Instagram posts. But mm. you don't have like a lot of groups listed. Is it j- do you mainly just listen to Luna and Yeren kind of thing? Yeah, it really depends on my mood, okay. actually. So sometimes I feel like listening to some hip hop. So I go and switch to NCity, and I just mm-hmm. spend the week listening to NCity. Mm-hmm. But I guess that overall, overall, you could say that I really enjoy listening to Luna, Red Velvet. Entity, Bakirin, and Monster X. I really oh, enjoy Monster listening X. to okay. Monster X. Okay. Out of those groups, I don't know them too, too well, uh, aside from uh, Red Velvet. Um, so I guess as a Red Velvet fan, I'm just going to ask you, who's your bias for uh, Red Velvet? Silky. <laughs> okay, Silky is a solid choice. I, she seems like a really dandruff, cool person. Yeah. And I always, I always got to go with Silky and Wendy are mine, just because Wendy is just... The vocals, Wendy. Yeah, like, she's unreal, so talented, right? right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And she just seems like such a, a sweet person as well. Yeah. So if you could re-record any album from like first track to last track, what album would that be? And I guess you could you could you could say okay, you don't have to necessarily do it solo. You could do it with Lynx Cats, but if you want to answer the question from the point of view of solo, that's okay too. I think that if it was a solo, mm-hmm. I would definitely cover. Um, Bakerian's new album (laughs) that is called Tell Us About Yourself Mm -hmm. and if it was a album with the rest of the Lynx cast members Mm -hmm. I guess I would choose Luna or Red Velvet Mm -hmm. and Mo um, what's the name? Red Velvet's last album was Uh, uh, Perfect Velvet? No finale or something i can't yeah remember. it was grand finale i i guess mm-hmm. that would be the one that we could cover okay. well oh yeah i i love that album it's really so good great and yes yeah, psycho like just to start it off is just insane <laughs> yeah right so mm-hmm. good so i had to ask just because you know you i've already spoken to her and i mm-hmm. told mio that i was gonna ask about her ask you about her tell us about mio maybe is, is she as nice as she seems she as she seems <laughs> Do you have any funny stories to share with us? There's a fun fact, I guess you okay. could say. Okay. Um, Mio always had her solo channel since I was a little kid. Like, I was 10 years old and she already had her channel. Oh, okay. And she would post this Portuguese versions of Vocaloid songs. Okay. Okay. So I was really into Vocaloid when I was 10 years old. And I just found her channel and I fell in love with her. Oh, I fell in love okay. with her voice and I would legit spend the day singing her versions <laughs> in Portuguese. Okay. And I would I would feel so, oh my God, I'm Mio's biggest fan and stuff like that. <laughs> and then at some point I started my own channel yes. and I made friends with Mio friends and mm. she introduced me to Mio. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a dream come true. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was so sweet. And I didn't really think that 
she will be as sweet, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. you have kind of this ideal image about someone yeah, and sure. then you get to know them and you're kind mm -hmm. of nervous because you don't know if they are as good as you thought mm -hmm. they were. Mm -hmm. But she was so sweet and she always treated me so, so kindly, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she, after getting to know her in this last year, I guess, mm -hmm. Um, she has showed herself to be such a great friend mm -hmm. and whenever one of us is going through a hard time, she's always there by our side nice. and she's telling me, telling us actually, she's telling <laughs> us that everything's going to be, going to be okay. And mm -hmm. you know, she's the oldest, so you can say that we all feel like she's our oldest sister in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. So we can always count, count with her and stuff like that. And yeah, she's she's so pure and she's so nice <laughs> she's she's a great friend well i find that story kind of funny because um when i asked miho about her her story with lynx cats because i know she wasn't one of the original members mm -hmm. but i remember she said she was friends with lala i think and uh -huh. she heard you and she's like oh i i really i really like moon's voice uh, can you introduce <laughs> us like can you introduce me to her and like she was like a little shy about it and then you know she met you and then, and then i guess like the rest is history but it's so funny because you were a fan of hers and yeah you know it was like the opposite was true as well like she was she was a fan of yours so <laughs> and i didn't know that because she never mm. told me that story so as soon as i finished watching the video the mm. podcast you did with mm -hmm. her mm -hmm. i went to her private um, message mm -hmm. and i was saying i said like are you kidding me? You, you liked my voice? What is going on? And it was so funny. I felt really loved in some kind of way. Uh, did you tell her that you were eventually tell her that you, you used to be like a big fan of hers? I tell her that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she posts a cover or mm -hmm. she makes a duet with another Linkscats member. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, this is why I'm your biggest fan. Did you know that I've always I was always subscribed to your channel since I was 10 years old and I just compliment her all the time. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, just kind of with um, in regards to kind of what you just said kind of in the sense that oh she's kind of she's the oldest so she's kind of helps helps the other members mm -hmm. and whatnot. Do you feel that uh, everyone kind of has a specific role in the group? I guess you could say that we all give each other a lot of strength so it's like for example, Lodi is the youngest one, right? Okay. So maybe sometimes she doesn't feel as comfortable as she would feel with Mio. So mm -hmm. she sees me as her oldest sister. And then mm -hmm. she comes to me and she talks to me and we sort things out. So I guess you could say that our relationships, they all mend each other and complement each other. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we can always count on each other and even even if we don't really know um don't have much experience about that certain aspect of life mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. a relationship or something we can always discuss about it and come up with a solution so i don't think we we have singular positions yeah i, I don't make any sense i i give up <laughs> uh kind of i mean like i get what you're saying you're just saying like you all have a roles that kind of like complement each other but yeah. you don't have defined roles but yeah as, as a group you you like kind of function together exactly sorry okay. i'm really bad with words like i, I can't i can't <laughs> i just can't it's, it's all, <laughs> hey i understood it so it's okay <laughs> sorry moon you mentioned that 
you enjoy writing and reading. Uh, are there any particular writers you kind of look up to? Yes. Um, Stephen King is one of oh, my okay. favorite authors and Edgar Allan Poe and also Jane Austen and Sarah J. Mess. Okay. Uh, are you a big fan of kind of like that horror genre? Yeah, I love it. I watch horror movies all the time and I really enjoy reading books as well. Okay, uh, what are some of your favorite horror movies that you've watched? Um, the name is As Above, So Below. I don't know if you've ever watched it. No, I haven't. Uh, what's the premise? Like, what's it about? It's about a group of archaeologists. Is okay. that how you say it? Yeah, archaeologists. archaeologists. Yeah. Um, they go to France to see a film feel like those underground sites where people okay. go and then there's like this this curse going going around and then they get stuck underground mm -hmm. and they're like zombies and witches oh, okay. and all that kind of creepy oh, stuff okay. when they when they talk about it it sounds lame but it's a pretty good movie <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's a french movie no i think it's american but like oh, okay it, it, yeah <laughs> Okay, I'll check it out. Sounds sounds like something I would watch. Are you more into, uh, let's say, like supernatural horror or more slasher, murderer kind of horror? It really depends on my mood, but I okay. um, I enjoy both equally. Mm -hmm. You could mm -hmm. say, um, but sometimes I just crave for something like Jigsaw or something like that. <laughs> okay. okay. But I think that what really appeals to my taste is the supernatural stuff. Uh, do you have any more? Uh, just just off the top of your head, just ones that stand out to you. The woman in black, is that is that how you say it? The I don't woman know. in black. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a movie that I've heard of. Is that is the Let one with Daniel Radcliffe, I think? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, there are two movies, if I'm not wrong. Um, okay. They're both great. Mm -hmm. And I really like Supernatural is... I don't know if that's the name. Um, the television series or? No, the the movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might be called something different. Yeah. Let me see, let me see. Okay, okay, yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, the name is Insidious. Oh, Insidious, yes, okay. I'm so lame, I don't know the, the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. Yeah, um, all the Insidious movies are pretty good, but I mm -hmm. guess my favorite one is the second. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the one in London, I think. Okay. It's pretty good. Amun, do you remember like the first horror movie you watched? I don't think the pants lab, lab, oh my god, I La forgot Labyrinth. the name. Yeah, I don't think that one's considered a horror movie, but mm -hmm. it freaked me out. It's kind of creepy for kids, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it for the first time when I was 11 or okay. 12 or something mm -hmm. like that. So... That part with the dude that has eyes in his in his hands. Oh yes. That creeped me out. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, it was kind of a trauma. But after some time, I just started loving that movie. So you could okay. say that was the first one I watched. Okay, I I would count that just because, like I said, it has some creepy themes to it, and to a kid yeah. especially, I think uh -huh. would, uh, drive that. <laughs> in terms of reading, so do you just read? those authors that you mentioned previously or are there some like other stuff like what i guess genres you like horror and i forget uh jane austen what would i categorize jane austen as like classic i don't know <laughs> yeah classic literature mm. and romance oh, okay i really enjoy reading romance and okay. you could say any fantasy book i okay. uh, i love it 
as mm. long as it's it's related to fantasy and romance I, I just love it but yeah anything that has this kind of fantasy theme like frankenstein i really okay. enjoyed reading okay. that one mm -hmm. so you could say that it that's it <laughs> okay well now i kind of understand your since you're in, big into romance i can mm -hmm. see why you're into k-dramas because that's <laughs> that's a that's a big theme in k-dramas right yeah <laughs> speaking of kind of like a fantasy uh did you ever watch hotel de luna because that's very fantasy oriented yeah right? i've watched that one but i didn't uh, finish um i stopped like at, at the middle of the series so i don't really know what it is like towards the end i don't know how you didn't finish it moon but that's okay <laughs> i i kind of have this had this feeling that she was going to die or something like that so i was was kind of taken aback and i, I thought mm -hmm. it is a super sad show but like in a good way okay it's heartbreaking i don't want to watch it then there's so much you know, i think for that show for anybody who's like just unaware it's 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 has to deal with death a lot of death so i found even in the early episodes it's it's really uh despite there's a it's a really light theme i think to the mm -hmm. show like the 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 vibe you get but at the same time underneath it there's a really heavy vibe to it as well just yeah. dealing with death and the afterlife so yeah but, i felt yeah. the way towards moon lovers as well mm -hmm. which is the other k-drama iu acts and it was so heartbreaking. So when I f finished that one, I thought, mm, yeah, maybe Hotel Dal Luna is going to be just as heartbreaking. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say too much in case you do watch it. it it's sad, but it I, there's definitely like it could it could have been worse. <laughs> uh, damn, I don't think I'm going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, man. <laughs> okay, uh, so I mean, maybe you just tell us about Lynx Cats and how how it's been in the last uh, two years and just kind of in the sense of, you know, you've only been around two years, but you, as a group, you've had a lot of success in that uh, short amount of time. So how have you grown as an artist? How was it in the early days? That kind of thing. I think that something that has really improved besides our talents and mm -hmm. our abilities is mm -hmm. that we've come to a point and we've come to agree that we don't want to take it as lightly as before so when when we do a cover now it's not like let's just do it and finish it and post it and go to the next one it's more of a process in which we are really giving our whole hearts to it mm -hmm. so we record our stuff and then if it doesn't sound right we do it again and we do it again and then if I don't know, it comes out wrong, we have a discussion about it, and we try to come up with the best solution and the best result that we can. So we are really focusing on that, and at the same time, since we now have released our first song, mm -hmm. we are really trying to use that energy in our own music as well. So we are aiming for something that is out of our comfort zone, okay. so it's kind of nerve-wracking at the same time but but it's pretty exciting so i guess it's okay i know it was a lot of work to do uh, arcade love obviously mm -hmm. but uh are you looking forward to doing releasing more of your own content yeah of course <laughs> um it's something that since the beginning we've always considered it it was something that we wanted to do mm -hmm. but we didn't really have much um audience to really mm -hmm. release mm -hmm. anything so right now it sounds like 
the good moment to start working on that, working towards that. So of course we are going to take take the chance and <laughs> we are going to work on that. And just kind of in regards to how you kind of said at the start when you were doing covers, it was it was different, and now you're really trying to improve basically like every time. Mm-hmm. How can you make it better? So looking back. On your, I guess, first few covers, can you listen to them anymore, or you're kind of just, or is it just so awkward? <laughs> yes, like you know, you know, like when you watch a YouTuber's like first video, or mm-hmm. you know, whenever you, it's just so weird. Uh huh. <laughs> like watching yourself or hearing yourself back then. So is it, it? Do you feel that way with your original tracks with uh, Link's Cats? I mean, yeah, I think it's it's something pretty natural, you know. I listen to it and I'm making all those kind of expressions of disgust. <laughs> um, but at the same time that I really hate how I sounded like, okay. I am. I feel really proud of myself. Because mm-hmm. if I had stopped at that moment, I wouldn't be as good as I am now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not saying by any means that I am, wow, the greatest or anything like that. But you can notice, especially when it's something that you've done for so many years. Yes. You can notice like when, when you go to the first video, you can notice that you gave so much of yourself in that mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. and you have evolved so much mm-hmm. and you should be proud of that, you know? Maybe yes. you sound awkward, maybe you're disgusted, mm-hmm. but you've really improved and it's something that you need to be proud of. So yeah, even though I feel kind of disgusted towards it, I, I still <laughs> watch it and I make fun of myself. And mm-hmm. at the same time, I take notes like, you're not supposed to do this yes. or look here, you did a mistake, don't do this again. So it's kind of a way to practice. It's kind of practicing everything that you, you've come to experience Okay. And try to improve yourself. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it because you have to see how far you've come mm-hmm. by watching like or like reviewing your work. Because if you were as good as you were from day one to now, really you didn't grow. Mm-hmm. But right. the fact that day one wasn't where you are now, that shows, wow, you know, in the last two years, mm-hmm. we've all improved. You know, yeah. so I think that that's always a good thing and good for your perspective. Oh yeah, I do actually have one. Do you have one question that I think I forgot to ask Mio in regards to how do you, where do you guys, where do you get your music backtrack for the songs? Because they sound great. I'm just wondering, is there a way to like remove the vocals off the track that you do, or is there a separate spot where you get the actual uh, music backing? Some it's actually like we try to get the official instrumental, and sometimes the official instrumental comes with the backing vocals, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and since we are always trying to use the official one instead of mm-hmm. those done made by fans, you know, yes, sometimes course. they mm-hmm. come like kind of, kind of, I don't know, smushed or something like that. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when the official instrumental is just the instrumental, um, we have to do the back vocals ourselves. Okay. So we go to YouTube and we search for the hidden vocals of the song and we keep practicing and okay. recording until it sounds just as good as the yeah. original one. That was what you asked, right? I didn't... Um... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, essentially, yeah, yes, I'm just asking where you get the background music from because I like I said it sounds really good and like the original which makes mm-hmm. sense now that given your answer <laughs> <laughs> okay uh just in regards to uh the Q&A you did with just the Lynx Cats Q&A on on mm-hmm. your uh, YouTube it says that you're usually the fastest person to do the recording yeah <laughs> so is that just 
your personality. You're that one of those people who has like when you're given a task, you do it right away and submit it right away. Yeah, I I don't really like to be a bother. So of course I'm not saying that the others are a bother no, no. for taking their time, but mm -hmm. it's more like. I want to finish it as soon as possible. So in case I need to redo something, I have the time to redo it. And in case Sena needs me to record the backup vocals or something like that, I have the time to actually record it and even, you know, take my time with it since the others take more time to record their parts. Mm -hmm. So I try as much as I can not to be a bother and <laughs> I just I just want to do it right away. Uh, what's one song? you would like to do uh, cover as Lynx Cats, and this is just your personal preference. It doesn't really, yeah, regardless of what all the other members say, what's a song you would like to cover? I feel like we haven't really tried out any hip hop thing. Okay, okay. So I would really like to try out NCT Kick It, or I don't know, maybe Punch, or some some of their title tracks. There are more of have more of this hip hop bit and this okay. rap battle or something like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think it would be really nice to do that. Uh, would you want to be one of the main rappers in, in those covers? Yeah, I really enjoy rapping. So yeah, I would definitely want to rap in that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Moon, what's one thing you'd like to achieve in your lifetime? And this does not have to be limited to uh, Lynx Cats. I think I... I want to genuinely feel happy at some point. <laughs> Sometimes you have those kind of happiness outbursts, like mm -hmm. you feel happy at some point. Mm -hmm. But I've never actually stopped at some moment and, and thought, oh, I'm so happy right now or something like that. So I want to know what that feeling feels like. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people's goals, underlying goal is, you know, like what they say they're, they want to achieve. Is mm -hmm. really that. Yeah. Right? So, mm -hmm. understandable. And are there any words of wisdom, a saying you enjoy that you uh, try to live by, Moon? Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> Whenever I listen to a song and I... There is always one part of the song that speaks to my heart. So, okay. I feel like that kind of quote changes every time I listen to something. <laughs> so, I can really give a proper answer to that. Uh, Moon, maybe you can let us know uh, where we can find either you or Linkscats uh, online. If you want to find us on Instagram, our Instagram is Linkscats Group. And on YouTube, our YouTube is Linkscats. <laughs> our Twitter is Linkscats Group. And our TikTok has the same username. But we don't really post anything on TikTok. So okay. don't bother. <laughs> As for me... I don't really post anything on social media, but if okay. you want to follow my Instagram, is moonnoom00. Any, I guess, uh, projects, Linkscast projects on the horizon that you can share with us right now? I guess I could say that RK Love is just beginning, so <laughs> look forward to it. <laughs> okay, awesome. Sounds good. Yay. Well, Moon, thank you so much for joining me. I know English isn't your first language, so I always appreciate all my guests who make the effort to you know not speak in their native language uh -huh. and come on the show and talk with me you did great thank you and you know i just had a lot of fun and it was i hope it was uh interesting for you <laughs> i had a great time thanks for inviting me thanks again to moon for joining me for the interview make sure to check her and links cats out on youtube and spotify and other social media thanks so much for listening and please subscribe on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts today 
I'm Spencer, and I'll catch you on the next episode of This and Chat. Bye.